You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm just saying I don't really know anybody else that eats pizza like that. And I think it, I think There's it seems nothing wrong with it eating. seems like you're putting on airs. A little I'm not bit. putting like, on airs. Like I do you're this kind of looking home. down at other people. No, I'm not doing like in, in the privacy of my own home when nobody else is watching me. I mm-hmm. enjoy eating pizza with a fork and knife. Do you know other people that do this? Uh, I think my sister does. Oh well, see that's not that's not really uh, <laughs> widening the pot. I've seen other there. people do it. I think. I mean, I'm <sighs> no. not watching when I'm eating pizza. I'm enjoying my own delicious pizza. I'm not looking at other people and how they're enjoying their pizza. I watch how everybody eats. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why that's, you wouldn't. That's a you issue. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And I think we should just go ahead and bring on our super secret guest today because I want to know what he thinks about this. Okay. I oh. want to know if I, okay. I want to know. I want more opinions because maybe Why I'm in the wrong. Why do you want everybody's this. opinions? Why are you so obsessed with this? I don't because it's so strange. It's not that strange. It's so strange to watch you doing it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Joining us right now, we have. Mr. Mike Kaplan. Thank you so much for having me here to talk about how it's very normal to eat pizza with a fork, but not a knife. Wait, with a knife and not a fork. That's how I eat my pizza. I just stab it and I spin it around and I like, take chomps of it like the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, there now, you see, go. That's, that's how people in New see, York that's eat. The, that's the New Yorker style. Yeah. Yes, we wrap it, spin it so fast that it's a sphere and then balance it on your finger, puncture it with a knife, and then you don't eat it. It just falls on the ground and then you say, forget about it. Uh, since Sincerely, uh, I'll say uh, there definitely are other people outside of your family who do eat pizza with a knife and fork. And I think there are many more people who do make fun of those people. I'm not (laughs) on the side of it. I think John Stewart is a guy who like made fun of, I think, our new mayor uh, when like at the sort of the end of the Daily Show. Uh, Bill de Blasio. I think he was like, uh-huh. that's how we do it. That's how they, I, I'm not going to do any, I don't know that how he's going to do it. That's, like, yeah. that's how they do it in, uh, I think maybe he said that's how they do it in somewhere in Italy, in Naples, and whatever. And he's like, we're in New York, you know. Uh, so the point is, but, but I do think that whatever, however you enjoy eating pizza, as long as it doesn't hurt, as long as you're not like, I need to stab a person and then cut it, you know. Right. I, as lo- and Greg's like, it feels like it does cut me, but. Yeah, I know yeah. he's taking it very personally. If, well, he, if you just don't know that she's doing it, it. Like when right. I was when I was in uh, grad school, I was a resident assistant, and you were an RA. I was. Oh. And yeah. One of the rules when we were trained, like our boss was very reasonable. It was like obviously, if there's like a loud party and people are drinking underage, you go and you break it up and you write them up. And we're like, what if we? What if it's not loud? And it's like, well, then how would you know? So it's like we're not going around. It's like tell the kids like we're not like if a kid's like, what if I'm just drinking a beer quietly on my own? It's like then you'll get away with it. You not fun haver. You know. Uh, so the same way like. If you're just quietly, as long as here's what I would do if I were you, Sarah, yes. is continue to eat pizza the way that you're eating it, and don't just text Greg or Skype him <laughs> or like take pictures and like just don't rub it in his face. Now that you know it makes him feel irrationally bad, mm-hmm. right. you know how you eat yeah. pizza. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, like you're looking down on me and you're calling me dirty for not eating but it. But that does seem more like it's coming from you. That, that seems like seems... an inside problem. Yeah. I that think seems... you're looking down on you. You're well... like the MC Escher of self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> it's downhill all the it's way. Just spirals. <laughs> Over I and think over. Mike just got a quick read on you. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <I think> he <laughs> just... <laughs> it cut. It cut deep, just like you cut your pizza. Oh, God. my God. <laughs> By the way, I must say, uh, of course, Mr. Mike Kaplan is a dear friend of ours, but you look 
more Portlandy than we have ever looked in our entire lives. Is it because I'm holding kombucha? That could be. You did one show of up with thing. your own kombucha. <laughs> I got it from uh, the vegan grocery store, Food Fight, <laughs> which I like a lot. Food Fight is delicious. It is. There's very it makes many sense. tasty vegan options. It, they so many. I I had breakfast at Jam on Hawthorne. Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. With a good friend uh-huh. of mine who lives here, uh, which is where you were asking me off mic. We were doing a little bit of a uh, a pre-interview about some Portland tweets I that I it was posted just, like, earlier. Catching yeah. up. Oh yeah. I thought that was called friendship. Pre-interview. That's what any friendship that's not on a podcast is pre-interview. So uh, what if we never get the podcast done? You know, we'll do it. We'll, we'll get that in post. We'll bank it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save it for later. Uh, no. So I'll, I'll continue to tell you, my friend, about my conversation with my other friend. Okay, uh, sounds good. And she is the person. Uh, I, I was telling. We were, I forget how it all went, but you know, we're all one. So I was been listening to. Uh, some podcasts by Ramdas recently. Mm. Are you guys familiar? Ramdas, I'm not a guru type. Okay, and, and I think like a legitimate guru. I mean, or you know, <laughs> as that yeah. goes, certified by God, <laughs> <laughs> certified by the one that we all are. Uh, absolutely, I say so. So he's he got a plaque so. and everything. All right, absolutely. Uh, he's like it says here. I am one. So uh, <laughs> well, if, if you're not, can't deny it. If you're not enlightened now, it's on you. <laughs> who is also me? So I take responsibility. Uh, but one of the things that that, uh, a friend sent me that he had written recently was about how he like uh, thanks uh, is thankful for his food specifically and does like you know isn't necessarily he's like obviously kids, kids might grow up saying grace and being resentful that it's like the parents controlling what's mm-hmm. happening oh, and yeah. preventing you and you don't you know you're a kid but but as an adult he's like it's nice for me he's like I'm not telling anybody else they have to do it uh, but it's nice to be like hey this food isn't a part of me but will be a part of me the way that I'm not a part of everything but will be and am and the hunger is part of everything and so it's just all this Ooh. cycle of everything wow. so I'm like thankful for the hunger that will then be replaced with this you know food that is consumed in the fire of my being as I'll be consumed in the fire of everything and he's like that's what I think about every time you know I just hold my plate and I'm like there we go and uh, so that's when my friend wow who lives here told me about I don't know I don't know if she went to it or if she was telling me a friend went to a meditative eating workshop (laughs) whoa okay Uh, and it's about being mindful while you eat and she said the first exercise was the class had to eat one dried cranberry but make it take 20 minutes what that sounds like a terrible experience. Just getting into Portlandia sketch. Oh. It's not. It's real. Oh that is a God. real life. That is a real thing that's happening here. 20 minutes to eat a cranberry. So it's just like a room of silence. I and mean, they just like slowly like maybe you can dissolve a cranberry in your mouth. Or I, I have no more information about <laughs> just... the sound in the room. They could be like, yum, yum. But I've actually, I was at home a couple days ago uh, with my girlfriend who was making pasta. And I'm like, ooh, can we have less pasta? Because pasta tastes so good and it's, you know, starchy and turn. I'm like, mm. it turns to fat. And she's like, everything turns to fat if you don't move. And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not moving. But uh, I'm like, if we have, I think of maybe it's a placebo effect for me or Maybe it's just, you know, uh, I'm trying to not lose weight, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want, I know that if I, if there is, the more pasta there is, the more pasta I'll eat. You know you're going right. to finish it. Yeah. 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 So make the portion smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, I'll just give you less of it. But I'm like, but I will want more of it. And I'm aware it's there. So. <laughs> but this is the first time, like, I you know, I'm a, I'm in my 30s and I'm finally like, I can eat slower. And like the reason that I eat fast <laughs> is because I want to keep the flavor in my mouth I'm like, wait, if I stop eating, then the flavor's not there. So keep eating, keep eating, keep eating. I'm a really fast eater, too. Yeah. And so this is the first time she gave me less pasta and like more vegetables and sauce and things that aren't pasta. And I was like, okay, I'm good. And I like purposefully ate it so slow. And I'm like, oh, if I eat it, if I chew 
more and keep it in my mouth more, that's also like uh, life hack, uh, <laughs> tricking myself into having the flavor inside me more. I have to do that. That totally is. I mean, you have to trick yourself sometimes. I forgot to do it at breakfast today, but. <gasps> oh, was it a delicious oh. breakfast? It was. It was. I Jam's a, good. A burrito. Yeah. A burrito. A, bur- a breakfast mm. burrito. Yes. Those are very delicious. Yeah. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You're, you're vegan. I am. So what do you what do you eat in a breakfast burrito? What's this, in your breakfast this burrito? Burrito had it was a specific vegan burrito on the menu that had like spinach and mushrooms and beans and maybe hash browns and maybe rice or okay. It had there was salsa and a red pepper sauce oh. and uh, there was a side of fruit. It was very confusing. Oh, that wow. supposed to be a <laughs> supposed to be a, a side of hash browns uh. and I was like, can I get something instead of the hash browns? And they're like fruit, but you want the hash browns in the burrito? And I was like. Wait, do you want it in? I was like, you want? I don't want fruit in the yeah. burrito. Uh, I mean, it's whatever you want. Wow, yeah, it seems like vegan. The, being a vegan must be interesting because of all the different combinations that you make, you know, to make up for the things that are not vegan. I mean, I don't think. I, yes, it is <laughs> super interesting. My life is really fascinating. Uh, like, oh my god, you eat this and I eat a bean. You know, so uh, for twenty minutes, one bean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's of course. there's just uh, there's beans and tempeh and hummus and you know, I, I we don't have to. I don't have to teach everybody all okay. the things, right. but. But there's also, you know. We'll post a list later of yes. everything. Feel that's, free. That's what you could do. You could just every day just post the, something that you're eating. I mean, oh, maybe I'll take a picture of it. Is there a website I could mm. put a picture of my food on? Somebody should I invent bet. that. Oh, I think that they should. Foodphoto.com. <laughs> there you go. We'll secure the URL for you right now. <laughs> and I'm going to do mostly graham crackers, and they're going to be instantly, so I'm going to call it instant graham. Ooh. Oh, oh my God. Good. Is that going to work? That is good. I like uh, it. Sarah, did you, did you get you the see, pun? Did you get the pun, Do you Greg? see any reason I, why that would be a bad idea? <laughs> absolutely none. Instantgram.com. <laughs> it's only Done. only available on your TV, not on a computer or an app. No. <laughs> just, turn to the instant. turn it on. It's just a <laughs> slideshow of different kinds of food. It's like the uh, the Christmas Yule log, you know, just like the, mm-hmm. the image of just like a burning log. Have you ever, right. have you ever had the Christmas Yule log? Uh, like, I have not in reality. I actually purchased one. Uh, they have it. They had it at the dollar store. For a uh, dollar. Wait, an actual Yule log? No, no, like the, the it was a Yule a video. log DVD. It's just oh, a video. Okay. Where it's just a crackling fire. It just mm-hmm. goes on for like six hours. Yeah. I've played it before around the holidays. It, it is quite soothing. You guys should is play it? it on the show. We yeah. should. That can be a new <laughs> show that we have. Yeah, brand new. <laughs> Once a Premiering week. on the Fun Employment Radio Network right there. <laughs> it's the Yule log. <laughs> anyway, so that's where I heard the phrase, meditative eating workshop. Meditative wow. eating workshop. That is, every every day Portland becomes more Portland. Mm. And it's, I don't know when it's, when it's going to cap out. Oh, it already is. I don't is. know what's going to happen. It already, it's I mean, it's just think, embarrassing I mean, at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, a meditative eating workshop, but I mean, what else can you do after that? I can't even think, I can't even fathom what it's going to be next. No, no. I, meditative I sleeping? Yeah, there you go. Maybe. <laughs> count lo- sheep constantly. <laughs> go, go to a farm and count real sheep, and then you can have actual sheep to look at in your dreams. There you go. <laughs> I love it when Mike comes to town, because Mike, every time you come here, it seems like you always do Portland correctly. Like, oh, thank you. Yeah. You come in, you appreciate everything it has to offer, you over, you know, you have strange conversations about... You yeah, know, thinking about cranberries. Who does? Is there? I don't like to, you know, focus too much on negativity. But what's the mm. counterpoint? Who comes in here? What's the wrong way to do it? Mm. Coming in. Ah, unicycles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I got it. I figured it hey, out. Hey, voodoo donuts. Yeah. Unicycles. Hey, <laughs> try two wheels. <laughs> Be an American. Stop being a bum. God damn it. <laughs> Never mind. That's good. You should just keep with that. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate it. Hey. I don't do juggling like that. 
I don't know. I, <laughs> that was good. One too many. <laughs> These are, yeah, well, we'll work them all out. Sorry, well, guys. what have you been busy? Well, I know that you've been yeah. busy. You've been just, you know, super busy doing all kinds of things. But what have you been up to since the last time we talked to you? Uh, fine question. I, you're, you're right. I have been busy doing things, but I will give you <laughs> some <laughs> specifics. Earlier this week, uh, I'm actually wearing a shirt right now that you guys can see. Uh, I went to Nashville, where they are I currently can't. endeavoring to uh, break the Guinness World Record for longest comedy show. They're doing a, an eight-ish day comedy show, 24 Ooh. hours. At the all somebody on on stage there at all times. Yes, different people at different times. Yeah. I mm. was there Monday and Tuesday, and they, you know, constant. <laughs> there's people there at four in the morning. There's always Whoa. an audience, so that was a fun thing. That's interesting. So, what what time slots did you do? Do you have to do like in the middle of the night? Mine were mine were reason. Mine were more prime time ish. I mean, it was m- Monday and Tuesday. I I'm a medium medium sized deal. <laughs> that's what I should call my next album. <laughs> um, you absolutely should. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. I'm a medium sized. I like coming here as well because you know, I don't know if you guys know that comedians do a lot of uh, there's a lot of radio shows and podcasts. Uh, forever. There's, I think, mm. one for every human. And, right. and you at, have one, too. At, oh, yeah, for, I definitely for that, do. For you, Thank. human. I, had yeah. to, I was the law. So uh, <laughs> I was like, well, I have to have one? There's so many other ones. You must. Uh, if you don't, it's like it's like the Registration Act. I haven't seen the new Captain America yet, but... Uh, yeah, just so saw it. Good. I'm excited. It's good. I might go see it. As well, you should be. Tomorrow. Uh, a very Portland thing to do, see a movie theater movie in Portland. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, but the point is, what am I in the middle of? I don't remember anymore. Um, You're talking about Portland and about uh, well, br- breaking a Guinness record. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the broken that. record show. And oh then yeah, you had the prime time. You're a medium sized deal. deal. And yeah. that, we did it. The reason, <laughs> the reason that I like coming here is because of all the radio shows and podcasts. Like this is like a super super fun one to do because there's ones where. You know, you just relate to the people more where it's like right. not the format is uh, conversational mm-hmm. enough that like we are all like any one of us could like talk for a half an hour. Yeah. Or sure. we could all, you know, every time one of us is saying something, the other, two other people are like, "Ooh, that'll make me think of this mm-hmm. or this. And mm-hmm. then so it the fact is it sort of like uh, helps cultivate new ideas. Like now, maybe I will call my next album medium sized deal. I think or it's a great idea. Maybe it'll be a track. Maybe it'll be a tweet. Who can say? <laughs> uh, but the point is, I was on stage at uh, nine nine. 20 on Monday and 10 p.m. on Tuesday. Oh, that's some solid prime time right there. Good. Nice. How good. long at sets is everybody doing? Uh, most Probably of them were, or... I think they had to be at least 15, like 15 to 20 minutes okay. was the standard. Mm. But one of mine, uh, sometimes people would do an hour. Like I did an hour for one of them and 20 minutes for the other. Awesome. Did you do different material for the two different nights? For the most part. Yeah. I, there was some overlap probably. But, uh, you know, just, I don't, I don't remember. I was in a flow state. Just, you know. yeah, yeah. Just I'm so just in the moment. Just and, uh, you know, I mean, all material is one. I just have one joke. So, uh, <laughs> and it's, uh, the punchline is a Ram Dass. So, uh, and then it goes back to the cranberry. Yeah. So I've been I've been traveling. I was in. I did Conan yeah. at the beginning of the month. Yes. We saw you. You were amazing. Yeah. Thanks Fantastic. for watching. That. Yeah. And your suit looked very nice. Oh, did you say you borrowed it from a magician? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> so in in Los Angeles, I have a good friend, a magician named Ben Seidman. He is super duper, uh, and S E I D M A N. And he's like the nicest guy, yep. a super funny guy. I've actually I, I saw him do magic on. The, the TV show, I think it's called Fool Us or something like that. It is. It's, it's Fool Us. Penn, yep. and, Penn and Teller have a show where oh, magicians yeah. try to do a trick to trick them. And if they trick, if, they, if Penn and Teller can't figure it out, then they win having tricked Penn and Teller. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. That's it. Magic. And then everybody <laughs> disappears. So one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's pretty sweet. So uh, uh, he is a fantastic magician, human. 
uh, comedian, and he's also almost exactly my size. We're like the same height. He's a little thinner than I am. He probably works out more. He probably eats less pasta. But uh, he de- he has offered in the past. Uh, like I, he has also he's as a magician. He has many more nice sets of clothing than mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Uh, they. I don't know. Well, yeah, because they they have to dress up. I don't mean that to stereotype like, magicians as dressing nicer than comedians. Right. <laughs> uh, but uh, I def- I heard a comedian, there's a comedian, Emma Wilman, I was on a show with the other night, and uh, she is a lesbian, and she was talking about the type of lesbian that she was, and she said something like, no offense to myself, but. And so I like this, no offense to myself, but comedians dress like trash unless they're Paula Tompkins or Aziz Ansari, uh, or probably many women, and uh, maybe it's just me. But uh, my buddy Ben... Uh, has uh, has an open closet door policy to borrow any of his things anytime I do TV in Los Angeles. So that's, uh, that's just cool. I borrowed a suit that was tailor made for him uh, that had magic pockets and uh, and secret con- compartments. <laughs> it had secret compartments. Yeah. Oh my god. Please to be descri- can you can you describe the secret compartments? I don't Were they just know. Just like pockets I... that you didn't know where they went. Or... <laughs> Did I... you mess with them? Did you like? Take I, a look at what's inside. Did you lose something in there and there, never find it again? There, yes, I, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> Is there I, a bird? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bird and uh, I only fly away. So um, I don't know where my home is, but uh, I, I, I can't, I can't describe it. in a meaningful way. Oh, that was really how, good. How, mm, how, no, you, that was, that was. Thank you guys. <laughs> you guys are nice. Sorry, we don't want to interrupt the flow. Yeah. Uh, no, the point is <laughs> I cannot reveal a magician's clothing secrets. Uh, but it was. Fair enough. That, but, that is very fair. But thank you, Ben. And thank you guys for enjoying the, I got, I got a lot of compliments on the set and the suit. I have a, a good friend in Boston wrote me a text that was like, hey man, good set. Great suit. <laughs> All right, that's like a twofer. Like that's the that's win win. Oh yeah, he gets, it's win best. double win. I know. It's like not only are you hilarious, you look good doing it. I like the what and I like the how. <laughs> what about the who? Gotta go. Doesn't matter. There's no such thing as a person. So, uh, yeah. So I was doing that, and then in the other thing that I did, that was a, sort of a bigger. I went to Peru for the first time. Oh wow. And only time so far. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe Were you performing down there or just? No, like, this is the the longest break from comedy I think I've ever taken. Yeah. Since, at least since I became a professional. Like in the beginning, you know, you do comedy once and you're like, oh boy, I, when do I get to do it again? I guess mm-hmm. I'll take a break for a couple months. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when can I get booked? Uh, three months of art, great. Uh, <laughs> but since I started doing comedy nearly every night uh, of my life, uh, or at least, you know, most nights of the week, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'd taken, you know, a weekend off, a few days, mm-hmm. uh, but I'd never taken more than a week off so i went away for about uh 10 days wow uh, with my girlfriend and we went to uh we flew to lima then we flew to cusco and we went up nice. to this uh lodge in this mountain and had uh meditative workshops <laughs> not relating to food <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> relating to drink wow that's oh. cool did you go to machu picchu and all that or i didn't do machu picchu uh but i d- we did go to pisac which is a similar type of uh less less famous uh-huh. mm. uh, less touristy yeah I'm a, I'm more douchey you probably yeah. haven't heard of it yeah <laughs> yeah it'll by the time you've heard of it it won't be worth going to anymore but oh those ruins that's so old uh, those ruins are so many millennia ago uh but yeah i saw a bunch of uh ruins in Peru that I called Peruans, not important, but uh, it was cool. It was like, you know, old temples and military, yeah. like, you know, stones that are so big that they're like, we wouldn't know how to make this be a building today. Yeah. Like, yeah. How did they do it? And they're like, no, 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 magic Peru. Right. Uh, yeah, it was pretty sweet. 
they could fool Penn and Teller, I'm sure. Now, were you uh, able to relax? Like, since you this, this is the first time that you took any time off. I mean, was yes. it a little voice in the back of your head? or? Uh, I mean, it was, it, it had to be. Uh, yeah. I did, I brought with me, you know, my recorder to record joke ideas and things, but we were, there was like no internet for most of, like, we were just out, out of reception. Yeah, so I told everybody, I was like, I'm gonna be gone. I hope nothing bad or good, right. I, or good happens. I hope, <laughs> I hope nothing happens. Like, yeah. you know, like, I think my one, my college booking agent tried to get in touch with me. And like, I did at one point, we took a trip and I'm like, internet, something. Yes, I can. You know, like, somebody wants you to do something immediately when you get back. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, while I was gone, it was nice. It was nice to have uh, that time away uh, with cool people and doing yeah. cool things. Wow, and being on a lodge meditating in the middle, on top of a mountain. Mm-hmm. That is really In the cool. middle of a mountain. In the middle of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. In the belly <laughs> of the mountain. <laughs> we just went, it was a volcano. We went into it. We actually, there actually were hot springs that were warmed by uh, volcanic activity wow. underneath, so that was pretty sweet. That is awesome. I want to go to South America, but I'm afraid of South America just because every single mosquito on no, Earth you'd be will bite alive. me. Greg, yeah. Greg is I a think I would be that guy, like, you as then, soon as I landed... You'd That's get bit, it. you'd get pregnant, your yep. baby would be not I'd okay. a weird head, <laughs> I don't know what would go on. Yeah. It would be a mosquito baby. <laughs> Come out half mosquito, half Jeff Goldblum. Oh, God, there'd be so many things. I'd have things to pay like for it, I can't afford it. Birthing like... out of your body after they've like planted oh, themselves Oh, God, yeah, you. I don't know. Whatever it is that's down there, it would it would find me. It yeah, would be, I don't. Be I don't think that that's probably a, a good place that you should go. I mean, you're basically you're you're affected by like psychological Zika right now. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> wherever you go, Zika is there. P- PTS Zika. Or I don't know. Something in there. There's something. There, something there's working nothing around there. Zika, Zika SD. Yeah, you got it. Oh my god. Well, tonight I'm not I'm not wrapping up, but I want to say so. I haven't been to Revolution Hall yet, oh. so I'm super excited yeah. to check it out. I, I I also don't know if I've been, but I am. People, whenever I say it, people who know it, they're like, "Ooh, that's, that's yeah." When I heard you were playing, cool. Place, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to the show, which I think is at nine. I think it's at nine thirty. I believe it's at nine thirty. Yeah, doors at eight thirty. Uh, windows are, you know, different times. So uh, <laughs> the window of when the doors are open to when the show starts <laughs> is 8.30 to 9.30. This is what the show has. <laughs> uh, and I've got a drummer, and it's Greg. So <laughs> It's just me making those noises. Yeah, time. he'll be just, you have to stand near him to get the full effect. But, <laughs> I just see Greg standing in the corner like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Also on the show will be Andy Main Andy and Main. Barbara Holm as well. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah, fun people Yep. doing fun things. I, lo- I mean, I love performing every time I'm here. Mm. So, uh, this will be, I hope, no exception. But uh, you know, as we record this, hasn't happened yet. You know, I, I love Portland. I love all the comedy that is here and has been done here. So uh, mm. thanks in advance if you come to the show. We and are coming to the show. Hey, yes. thanks. Yeah. Thanks then the opposite of, uh, wait, nope, nope, still in advance. <laughs> right. uh, thanks retroactively to everybody who's listening after but did come or would have wanted to. Uh, and also I'm in Salem tomorrow. Yeah, oh. I saw that. Oh, nice. Where in Salem? Uh, the Capital City Theater. That I know sounds it impressive. Capital and Theater in, okay. in the name. Okay. And it's on my website. If you go to MikeKaplan.com, you can find that date. Yeah, you have a sharp looking well. website, too. Oh, come on. Yeah. I, I like it. Please. <laughs> okay. Thank All you. right. I will say it. I can't. No. It's, please keep going. <laughs> All right. So Mike's at Revolution Hall tonight. So uh, in case you want the address, it's 13, which you should want the address because you should go. Uh, it's 1300 Southeast Stark. It's that uh, old brick. If you live here in Portland, it's like the uh, old school yeah, the old that's been converted school. into. Yeah, it was abandoned for like 10 years, and they've converted it into a hall, and it's really cool. Yeah, that's kind of awesome. It's also kind of creepy what happened in there in that 10 years. What happened? What, what happened? What was going on? I don't know. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, that's what I mean. I, I don't know. 
it's kind of like it, it seems what like, did happen. It it seemed sounded, like you, I sounded like I was setting that up to say that I, no, I mean, you I can make something I'm up. I'm just like, what terrible thing happened yeah. in there? Oh, I can't it's talk really about it. really creepy what happened in I those can't, 10 I can't years. explain. I, <laughs> the things that I saw. I There's only one other person that knows, and they're not talking. I know so. what you did last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Only you and Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> yeah, Greg, that was very strangely worded. Well, I realize that we, now. We get it now. It's like that episode of Friends where they got locked out of their apartment on Thanksgiving because Monica or Rachel said one of them said got the keys thinking they were asking and the other one said See? oh you've got the keys I'm like you have the you, hey you said got the keys I said got the keys classic sitcom that's <laughs> what I was have, going for there are you, are you rewatching Friends I'm not rewatching it I mean other <laughs> I, than I have it in my brain accessible at most I, times I have a friend who's rewatching it and like every rewatch uh, like our, from the beginning yeah our fr- Josh Love. And every time I talk to him, that sounds like something he would do. Yeah, and every time I talk to him, he has like some new friends quip that he tells me. He's just like, "Oh, that's just like Phoebe on the episode of Friends I was just watching." I'm like, "So what are you doing?" So your friend Josh Love is watching Friends. I have a friend named Josh Friends who's watching the show Love, oh. and uh, that's not true, but it's a fun thing that, that I said. Uh, here's my, one of my favorite uh, things that I just read about since Friends. I think about a year and a half ago became all available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like younger people. Uh, who never were even, who maybe weren't alive or old enough to watch Friends when it was on, are discovering it for the first time. Uh And so I heard that Marta Kaufman, I believe, is one of the creators who has like a high school age daughter who, uh, she came home from school uh, one day because a friend came up to her and was like, have you seen this new show, Friends? Oh, man. Wow. Pretty sweet. Oh, God. It's like, yeah, it's a it's there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff that happened on that show. My favorite, I think this is my so it's really yeah. good. Oh, let's are we going to talk about our fa- favorite friends? Favorite, episodes? just favorite. I mean, my favorite episode is the one where they fight, uh, do the trivia game for the apartment. Uh, oh, that's a good one. But my favorite joke of all time on Friends is uh, Chandler's reading the paper. Joey says, "Can I see the comics?" And Chandler says, "This is the New York Times." And Joey says, "Okay, may I see the comics?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a good joke. That's a solid joke. <laughs> yeah, they did a good job. They had them. Friends. <laughs> Coming friends. soon. So if you can't friends, make it out everybody. to my show tonight, just watch <laughs> Friends all day. It'll be like your friends with me. Everything 90s is coming back. It is. It's true. It's, true. Greg, it's cycling. It, we were talking about it's the year of Greg because yeah. not only this year he gets to go see Weird Al. It's right. Like Guns and Roses have reunited. Yep. And then yesterday I had a story that uh, curly man hair is all the rage. Yeah. It's the year of me. It's, that's why it's all coming in. It's all coming in. I mean, that's connected to Weird Al as well. Yes. yes. Uh, exactly. <laughs> who was he? Was the one of the guests when I was on Conan? I was super excited. I don't think I'd met him before, oh, but I was awesome. like, he was in his dressing room, like you know, I, I assume preparing with it, the door closed and want, not wanting to be mobbed by fans or or colleagues and uh, <laughs> or fan colleagues, you know, you people who were co- both doing the same thing, uh, you know, both on the same. Journey, uh, <laughs> siblings in uh, comedy entertainment. Um, but uh, so I was like, oh, I hope when when can I? You know, I was uh, like, mm, will I be able to? And he he went out and he did his thing, and then eventually he came back, and I was sort of out. There's like you know, our rooms are right next to each other, and so I was in the hall outside, and then he opened the door and came out, and I was gonna be like, oh, it's my oh, chance. Trying to, like, time it? And then I I wasn't trying to at that by that point. I was before. I'm like, let mm. me just see. I'll walk to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll walk Very to get slow. some more tea. Yeah, like the 20 minute cranberry eating version of uh, the meditative bathroom walk workshop. Uh, and uh, he came out of his room and he was like, Mike, uh, hey, I love I love your stuff. And it was wh- oh. whatever the case, uh, it was it made my day. Oh, that yeah. is going to be kind of surreal. Uh, yeah. So uh, like a like a night. 
who is real? Sir real. Sorry, that I was so taken aback. That was really yeah, good. It was, it was going. <laughs> you guys. I keep saying there. that was really good, but I do. I enjoy all of your puns. I we, follow your puns all the time. That one wasn't the best just because I said real in the setup and in no. the punchline. I was distracted. Thank you, Weird Al, for knowing me and my work, or at least saying that you did. And he that's, saw you uh, when you looked your best, too. That's true. Yeah. He saw you in the yeah. nice suit. In that's a magic right. suit. Yeah, I mean, the only way it could have been better is if he was like, you don't usually wear suits. Oh my God, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdo. Weirdo knows that I dress trash. Oh my gosh, well he called you by your first name. Yeah. He yeah. He, he knows me. He knows you. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so I'm excited. Uh, so I'm excited for you that you get to uh, yeah. see him. Yeah. Yes, you get to yeah. see him. We get to see him in a sea of thousands of other people. Right. And he won't know our first names. No. And we won't look as good as you I'll tell him. Uh, no. all right. Are you listening, Al? Yeah. It's Greg. Yeah. They're both Greg. Uh, I'm Greg. Yeah. It makes it really easy. <laughs> kind of make it just, just go Greg for everything. Just say it's fine. It's fine. Well, we were talking about how everyone has a podcast, and you have a podcast. I do. And you just had uh, Danny Hatch on your last one, right? Danny is now on many of my podcasts because <laughs> he is. Uh, my podcast is on the Keith and the Girl Network. Danny also uh, works with and for and has his podcast on their network. He is frequently, when I record my podcast in New York, the engineer, the the record, the guy who hits the buttons. Mm-hmm. And Does records. he do that for pretty much every show there? Not all of them, um, but but many yeah. of them. And he uh, so. On my super hangs, I, there's like some shows that are free. Most of my sh- like every week I put out a free show, and then every other week there's also additionally a VIP only. So if you're a part of the VIP program for mm-hmm. uh, Keith and the Girls Network, then you get this, these extra shows twice a month. And Danny is now pretty much always there as like sort of a we say jokingly he's my maybe co-host, you know, <laughs> sometimes half a co-host yeah. of of the larger episode, and then. Depending on how many people I have on the on the weekly ones, he also he's there. So sometimes he talks. Mm. So <laughs> sometimes his face opens. Yes. So if there was if there's only like one other guest, then I'll have him also sort of you know co-host. I like gotcha. Danny. We yeah oh, we met him very uh, nice. yeah last year when Keith he's, and the girl were touring. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they were touring through. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a nice young man. He is one of the strangest. Yeah. He's a very strange young man. Oh yeah. And, sure. and, and he did that's his, a compliment. That's, he did his stand up too at their show. He did. That's right. What's uh what's an example of how he's strange? Oh, I mean, I could tell you, but uh, well, I think well, when Greg and testing. I when we opened, which was very it was a strange experience because we're a yeah, podcast yeah. opening for a podcast, podcast opening for podcast, yeah, that. yeah. So when we were talking, I think one of our bits was who we think is going to snap first, mm. and we yeah. both and we I settled we both settled on Danny, didn't we? I think we ended up there. Yeah, I I, I might have picked Keith though, just because of the way he was playing. Um, and he rips all the sleeves off of. his We were shirt. playing like NBA jams, <laughs> yeah, and he had the sleeves ripped off, and he's like pounding on the on the video game. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, that's somebody who doesn't like to lose in a video game. <laughs> oh no. So yeah, I could oh, see. It seems like Mike knows from experience. Yeah, I could see yeah. him snapping. No, I mean, I just liked him because he seemed like one of our kind of people because he was just very odd. Yeah, and I, I that's why I, I naturally liked him. I'm like, all right, cool. Have you always identified as odd, Sarah? Yes. I, I mean, I think so. I mean, have you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the qu- the question is not a trick, but it's sort of a weird thing. Because as a kid, I feel like your identity isn't necessarily a thing that you think about explicitly mm-hmm. in those terms. Or maybe you do. Maybe you're like, I'm going to be a goth. I'm going to be, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. a this kind of or with these people. Like, did you have a group of friends in, like, growing no, up? No, when I was growing well, I moved around a lot because I grew up in a Navy family. But I would always desperately try to blend in 
but it would never but it never worked because I would try and like every like th- something would be askew or I wore like the wrong brand of shoes or can, can I tell you a story about me trying to do that please uh, do I wasn't allowed to watch violent movies my mom was very protective mm-hmm. like even when like I was like maybe 10 or 11 when the, the 1989 Batman movie came out mm-hmm. and it was rated PG-13 and my mom wouldn't let me oh you couldn't okay PG-13 for violence no like R no question sex stuff no problem which is why I'm very non-violent but you know a sex machine now <laughs> and um just, uh, Non-vi- that's another type oh, non-violent my, sex machine my family was <laughs> The opposite, actually. <laughs> I watched the violence, but I didn't get to watch the sex. Mine scenes. too, Catholic. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's, that's, the way, yeah, that's that, what it is. That's like more stereotypically, I think, American. Like the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, like when Janet Jackson's breast, you know, made everybody freak out. But mm-hmm. they're like, hey, we're trying to have our family watch people murder each other and <laughs> right. get concussions. Uh, that's a wholesome event. I saw a nipple. Yeah, for a split. Hey, my, I don't. When I f- freeze frame, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know why my kid's still there. But uh, so the the point is, I so I didn't watch a lot of movies that other kids did. Like I didn't. I didn't see RoboCop. I still have never seen the, the uh, any of the RoboCop oh, movies. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, but I did read uh, a RoboCop like you know novelization of the movie. I used to do that all the time with those movies. So yeah. I could uh, so I could you know participate in the discussion. So I'd go into school. Oh. That's and there was just one thing that was like totally different in one of the things. So somebody's like, "This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part." And I'm like, "I like when the acid when the guy drove into acid and then he like got all got all hairy like a werewolf and then like Sheet! and everyone's like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> They're like, you mean the guy melted? I'm like, in the book. I mean when I saw it was different. Gotta oh, go. <laughs> oh, that is I, I can totally relate to that. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, like I have I had uh the Goonies book and I hadn't seen the Goonies before. And in the Goonies book there's the octopus. I don't know. Have you ever seen There is in the movie too, but they cut it out. Yeah, but they cut it out, exactly. Yeah. But in the in the novelization of the Goonies. Uh-huh. Today you'd be even cooler. Like, I don't have the deleted scene. I've never actually watched I the movie. I still have but... it. It's on my bookshelf. I have the, yeah. the novelization of the movie Goonies where it's like talking about this big mm-hmm. scary octopus and they chased it away by literally throwing a boom box at it and then it dances away. It dances away like And they took it out are. because of the uh, the movie with John Cusack uh, say say anything. Oh. Like because they're like, sorry, only one <laughs> that, that boom box was way more powerful. So they're like, hey, yeah. I don't I don't want any other movies with boom boxes coming out. That is the second time Overdone. John Cusack has come up today. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we we had uh, Dan Cummins in earlier. Ah. And he he says hi. Ah. He was he was excited because he thought that you guys were gonna be here at the same ah. time. <laughs> Hello. But we were talking about serendipity earlier. Not uh, that's not uh, even close to the same level as say anything, but Oh, I mean, but it's sort of serendipitous that John Cusack came up twice. <laughs> Once with the movie Serendipity. <laughs> <laughs> and the other with Mike Kaplan. <laughs> yeah, I also, uh, I just read about him in something that was pertaining to Chicago, because that's where he's from, but I don't remember what it was, and goodbye. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. More stories like <laughs> those night. tonight. At... <laughs> <laughs> uh, tonight, I'll tell stories that have endings or don't. Good night. <laughs> I'll definitely say good night at the end of the night, or maybe I won't. Who can say it's a mystery? <laughs> good luck. I cannot wait for tonight. <laughs> Do you guys want to, he- here's a... It's a def- there's definitely, in my experience, a funny thing. I can't promise that it's going to translate, but it's about coincidence. Okay. Uh, I was in, when I was in Nashville on Monday night, I went to get fo- on the way to my show, I, went to, I stopped in to get food at a place called Wild Cow, which is a vegan restaurant in Nashville that I've been to before and really like. Mm-hmm. And there, I, was, I got in line to pick up my food, and right in front of me, I was like, this looks like a person I know who doesn't live in Nashville, who, I, who has nothing to do with Nashville. I was like, 
Sarah. And it was uh, this girl that we worked together at a summer camp uh, in Connecticut. I've seen her. She like we both like sort of grew up in and around the the Northeast. Uh-huh. Uh, but now, so I'm in Connecticut, uh, or I'm in uh, I'm in Nashville, and I'm like I from I'm from New York. She's living in Philly now, and her band is playing like the same night that I'm performing in Nashville at a different place. Wow! And I was like, oh my god, what a crazy thing! And I went to go tell my friend Zach Sherwin, who I think you guys also may know. He's a comedian and rapper who has been certainly been to this town before. I don't know if he's well, yes, actually we we have had him on. I believe it. Uh, Zach's a good friend of mine and who I talk to very frequently. And I I was like, oh, my God, Zach, this crazy coincidence happened. And I told him who I ran into. And uh, and he was like, I just read about her band in The New Yorker. That's a coincidence, too. And I was like. Mine is, he's like, oh yeah, yours is a little bigger. Uh, <laughs> he's like, what a what an amazing thing how self-centered I am. The <laughs> smallest coincidence for me trumps the biggest one for you. I care about it because it's about me. I'm just really proud of you that you were able to place her. Oh, yeah. I mean, because that's that so confusing, time. especially after, you know, moving around a lot. Like for me, like I'll see someone, I'm like, do I know him from, uh, do I know him from living in Seattle? Do I know him from college? Do I know I, him from like a job I had when I was 17? I mean, this is a person, we both worked in like the music department of this summer camp for like several years so it was a person I knew for a chunk of time but just hadn't you know had a real long conversation with in many many years well wow. you're right that was yeah. serendipitous it worked out and her name is Sarah serendipitous oh, <laughs> that's her Damn. last name <laughs> serendipitous that's what we're gonna call this show serendipitous go for it about us mm-hmm. uh, we had Zach in with Kamau yes that's correct that's when it was he was opening yeah. for Kamau Bell yep. on, a, on a tour not too long ago <laughs> Uh, look, you can do it. There's so few sounds. You can just do it all no, the time. You can see, it comes so naturally to you that you think everybody can do that, but yeah. not everybody can do what you do. It is Sarah Dillonless. Uh, it didn't work. That, uh, <laughs> I'll edit that out yeah. afterwards. So we'll make sure just have me saying that didn't work. <laughs> Whoa, what did they cut? <laughs> Something happened. Who snapped? Was it Danny? Okay. So, Mike, when people come to see you tonight at Revolution Hall, starting at 9.30 p.m., uh, 1300 Southeast Stark. RevolutionHallPDX.com. Um, what will you be wearing tonight? Do you oh. know what you'll be wearing? I am pretty sure what I'll be wearing. Uh, do you? you there's a, a T-shirt company that I like a lot called, I think it's, the company's name is Shure. It's either Shure Design T-shirts or Shure T-shirt Design. Was yep. it like S-H-U-R-E? Uh, I think it, that's microphones. Uh, okay. I I'm might like, be I'm, speaking I'm into one of those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it's just the word Shure, like certain. Uh, S-U-R-E. Shure Design shirts. Yeah, that's right. And they have like a lot of cool sort of like trippy, like, you know, I have a, I have a bunch of their shirts that have like trees on them and then one has an octopus, coincidentally. <gasps> nice. Uh, so I don't think I'll be wearing the octopus shirt unless you guys want me to. Uh, there's either a, a white octopus shirt, the one that I have in That's the car. Good. Octopus kind of make me uncomfortable. Okay. Then it'll be a blue shirt with a tree on it. <gasps> with a tree. Uh, and and I'll be wearing probably the jean, the black jeans that I'm wearing right now. Wonderful. And possibly, depending how warm it is or not warm. A navy, which will make you feel right at home because mm. you grew up in the navy. Uh, a navy blue hoodie. <laughs> oh, okay. The hoodie over it on stage. Uh, yes, the hoodie will go above the t-shirt. Okay, above it. I'll be wearing a t-shirt uh, over the hoodie. <laughs> no, okay. is it a zip-up okay. hoodie? It is, but I will not have it zipped up because oh. it looks very good on me when it's not zipped up, and when I zip it, it is very tight. Yeah. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. You can look like Mr. Casual with it unzipped. But a- after a few more twenty-minute. 
cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be is that to... what the opener is going to be? Twenty fit, minutes of eating cranberries. Fit right. In, uh, no, it's twenty minutes uh, of the cranberries. Okay. Per- oh, oh, excellent. Performing All right. zombie. Perfect. <laughs> over and over. Just, just that song. I mean, it'll be like five times. <laughs> Maybe six, seven. I don't know how long is that song. The thing Can't I love about Mike is that we've been talking for about forty minutes, and he can still bring it back at the very end with a solid cranberries joke. Cranberry. <laughs> so if you guys like that, or if you don't, I'll do other stuff. <laughs> Come on out tonight. He'll do whatever you like. Yeah. <laughs> RevolutionHallPDX.com. That's and where you can get tickets. And MikeKaplan.com. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yeah, he has a really nice, easy-to-navigate website, so Aww. check him out, see where he's going to be. And we have a lot of listeners in Salem, so. Oh. Yes, we do, actually. So go Tomorrow down there, yeah. Capital, Capital City Theater. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, yeah. something, something like, like that. Something like that. hmm yeah, find, find the thing that sounds the most like that. <laughs> There's not that many theaters in, in Salem. Probably where I'll be. <laughs> and then They'll find go it. There. Um, and we give away some tickets too. So we've got some other some listeners that are going to be down there down. Uh, well, thank you. Down at Revolution Hall tonight. Thank you, listeners and soon to be viewers. Oh. oh. Hey, you. Guys. Why don't we do that? See what he did there. <laughs> that was really creepy. <laughs> Let's not do that ever again. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate it. It's awesome. We sure do. It's great. Yes. It's lovely. Thank, thank you. I can't believe it's Friday. It is. I, I do. <laughs> or very, we've been waiting for Mike, because we set this uh, interview up like three months ago, didn't we? It's been on for it's a while. Been, it's it's been, been a, while. been a long oh, time yeah. coming. It's been and on. It was, the Finally. Pay, the payoff was worth it. It's like a 20-month <laughs> eating food for thought workshop. So many cranberries. <laughs> Thinking about that cranberry for a oh, while. Oh, boy, too many. <laughs> I'm going to use that as a euphemism for things, and people won't know what the hell I'm people talking about. People will have no clue what <laughs> Tell them to listen to your podcast. I know, yeah. Lenito. Don't get it? You should listen. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Yeah. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.